My friend Nick Kane is one of the most remarkable men you will ever meet. He and his wife, Christine Kane, years ago in 2008, co-founded the movement A21. It's a, a radical hope that the cycle of human trafficking can be broken. They reach, rescue, and restore. Those are the three things. Reach, rescue, restore. A21, you may have heard about them, dealing with human trafficking, uh, going and helping the most vulnerable coming out of the Ukraine and all that sort of mess, uh, going right into the middle of the toughest areas where human slavery still happens today. You'll hear some amazing stories from Nick Kane today, and you'll meet a man who actually speaks what he uh, lives, what he speaks. He talks about the important things and he does something about it. And Nick Kane is one of those men that you say, okay, that's what I want my boys to be around. That's what I want my sons to see, because that's a man who's standing up for others. And uh, his wife, Christine Kane, some of you have heard her or seen her on different programs, uh, preaching on some of the world's largest stages. But how does Nick uh, navigate all this as a CEO of A21 and then with the Equip and Empower Ministries? How does he navigate that? How does he keep his edge? How does he not get, get, get beaten down by, you know, the stuff that's happening in the world today? It's really easy to get negative. And Nick and Chris are not that. They believe that everything they do makes a difference. I can't wait for you to meet my friend Nick Kane, who is the CEO of the A21 organization, and uh, Chris Kane, his wife. But you'll meet Nick. It's, it's a, a radical man who literally every single day, 24 hours a day, is, is working on making the world a better place. And this is how it happens. Um, like I said, I want our, I want our sons, our kids— my grandsons to be a man like Nick Kane, remarkable man. Remember all the tools you need for discipling young men, for the discipleship of men, for raising up great dads is available at cmn.men, christianmensnetwork.men. And all the tools you need are there. Brave Men is a ministry outreach of the Christian Men's Network worldwide. Over 100 nations and uh, almost 800,000 men every single month going through materials that help them become better men. And speaking of better men, you're going to meet Nick Kane today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Talking with Nick Kane in 2008, a few ordinary people set out to do the impossible, and that is abolish slavery everywhere forever. And I love this line you have on your, uh, this commitment, uh, Nick, this mission on A21, to see a world where women are no longer sold for sex, where men are no longer sold for labor, and where children are no longer taken from their families and exploited. Nick, you're co-founder of A21 and uh, CEO, and then you and your wife, Chris, have had Empower and Equip and Empower Ministries for years. And then A21 got birthed in 2008. Yep. Stop and abolish slavery. I mean, somewhat of a big goal, right? What's the problem? Tell me the kind of a capsulization of the issue. Trafficking, we hear about it. I don't know that we really know that much about it. We hear about it. We don't know much about it. Um, well, tra ultimately, trafficking comes, 
trafficking involves um, the forced exploitation um, through through um, uh, fear coer- and coercion for mm-hmm. either labour or sex. Um, so it doesn't actually necessarily involve movement. So trafficking is a, is kind of a terrible word um, or an inadequate word to describe the problem. So slavery um, is a better word then. M- modern yeah. day slavery yeah. is 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 a better definition in my opinion, um, and, and it comes from when someone's um, vulnerable through poverty, through yeah. all sorts of different things. It could be they're down on their luck. It could be they're poor. It could be it could be as um, simple as sort of trusting somebody too much. Um, then they're vulnerable to exploitation. Mm. Um, and, and there's a lot of people in the world today who are looking to exploit people. Uh, and that's, that is for sex and for labor. And there's, there's more slaves on the planet today than there has ever been, uh, in the history of the world. And, and Wait a the second. Best not- really, really there's more people indentured enslaved today than ever in the history of the world. Ever in the history of the world, over forty million today. Over forty million, my God, man! And and that can be like, for instance, there was a, a couple out in the Los Angeles area. I remember reading in the newspaper. It seemed to me it was the end of last year where they actually got busted because they had kept uh, some housemaids essentially yep. enslaved. Yep, totally. We had and some in Orange County. They Not couldn't go ago. anywhere. They were they were locked in a room. Uh, they had to do all their work. They weren't paid. It was kind of like, hey, we're gonna give, we're gonna feed you, but you're stuck. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had, we've had, uh, we do aftercare here in the U.S. in mm. um, Dallas and in uh, the Carolinas, and uh, we've had numerous forced labor uh, cases of slavery right here in the U.S. At, that we've been intimately involved with as far from caring for the people uh, to helping the law enforcement with their pro- the prosecution of the traffickers. Uh, and it, it's common, like last cu- couple of months ago, our team were involved uh, in a bust um, uh, and it, it, it involved dozens of victims. Um, of forced labor and uh, it's just shocking when you see it it's it's always we all understand it um over there wherever over there is um but you're you're american i'm an aussie uh live live in the u.s now so we we think of over there as africa asia cambodia uh, south america yeah um but it's it's just as prevalent here in the U.S. Um, and in fact, there's there's more money here in the U.S. So uh, we're as likely or more likely to look for ways to minimize uh, labor costs and maximize profit um, mm. as anywhere else in the world. You know, the, the stories, uh, and, and I want you to give me a couple of stories. Now you've got, you know, as a, as a uh, A21, as an organization, you're operating around the world. You've got centers in uh, 14 countries, 19 locations. Is that right? Yeah. And these correct. are places where you're helping restore people, bring them back to uh, right thinking because they've been they've been exploited, warped. Their thinking is is jacked up. I mean, and so essentially, a lot of what 
the forced labor thing is amazing to me because I don't think of that normally when I think of human trafficking, I think of sexual stuff. And, uh, but that, all of it's bad, all slavery, over 40 million people. And, and you guys, 821 is out after to abolish that. Tell me some of the things that you've seen, some of the stories. You've had some amazing stories I heard. I remember one in Sofia where a girl, where some girls were actually rescued from human traffickers that were taking them across Europe. Yeah, we, we've, we've had um, all sorts of stories. And, and um, uh, what, probably starting at the beginning, uh, our, our first office, uh, was actually in Greece, and mm. our first case was one that really shocked me. The same way that it shocked the the concept of forced labour shocked you. Yeah. Um, but a a Bulgarian couple had been recruited and promised that um, that they could work for this farmer, and they'd work, and then they'd be able to they'd get be able to go home to see their kids on weekends, and it'd be great. And, and when they got to this site, they were they had all their ID taken. They were well away from anywhere that they could get away from. And uh, he was forced to work in the fields. Uh, and she was a domestic servant and raped pretty much every day. And then at the end of the day, they would lock them up in a shed with the dogs and they'd feed the dogs. So if they wanted to eat, they had to fight the dogs for the food. Um, and... That shocked me just because of the fact that it was, it again. I like you at that stage thought of human trafficking as as just as sex slavery, uh, but to see it like that's old school slavery, um, mm. very present in a very civilized European country that we would go to for for holidays. Yeah, um, right. We've had um, an eighteen month old in our care in Asia with a fractured pelvis because she was being pimped out by um, her mother. Uh, and you just, you, there's stories like that that just shock you. Um, and pe people, people here in the US who had come looking for a better life, thought they were doing the right thing and ended up trafficked. Um, uh, uh, today we've, we've had, uh, I've, the team told me we've we've had two two survivors uh, rescued today. Um, both both of those were for sex trafficking. One, one in Bulgaria uh, and one in Greece. And uh, it, it's just amazing when you see it day by day. Um, the I always say I I think I've seen as low as humanity can go, and humanity steps up pretty much every day to to surprise me. Surprise. <laughs> In a bad way. Uh, A21, you've won the Hero Award, United Nations Women of Peace, Mother Teresa Memorial Award, Presidential Award for Extraordinary Efforts. So, so obviously, you know, you've really, God's really blessed your work with this organization. And you've styled A21 in such a way to be able to work with world governments, to be able to work with local community organizations, and, uh, and then, of course, your wife, Christine Kane, many of us know or have seen or, or watched on television or been in some place where she's spoken. And, she, and that's equipment and power ministries where, where she goes out and does speaking like that, like she does at, uh, at Mariner's Church in Orange County and other places uh, across the country and has done here at Gateway and other places. 
it's an it's an amazing, remarkable ministry. Where did where did the two of you meet? We met at Bible College. Um, she she came in to do a lecture uh, on community based evangelism. She was a guest lecturer. The uh, evangelism lecturer had something else on that day. I think it was probably a fishing trip, and he convinced. <laughs> well, it was a God so, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely. And uh, and Christine came in, and everybody had known Christine Carriophilus, um, or Christine Carriolock, because she was um, loud, uh, she was passionate, she was zealous, and um, uh, she came in instead of being dressed as a community youth worker. She was had been to some meeting, and she was a bit dressed up. And I sat there in rapt attention at every you word. Were, you were had. in the class. I was in the class. <laughs> fell in love with the teacher. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. I will say we were, we, we were both over 25 at the time, just, yeah, uh, just yeah, for the sake yeah, of clarity. Just for the sake of clarity, yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I uh, went and chased her down and said, That's, I'm just so entranced by the community-based evangelism. I'd love to learn more. <laughs> I don't need more about community based. Yeah. Good for yeah. you, man. It's a, yeah. You got to have an opening line. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I do remember uh, uh, Christine, the Lord really gifted her as a young lady. And of course she came through her own story, which she's given, but uh, she was, uh, I remember the first time I saw her, she was the assistant youth director of youth alive. Yep. And uh, which was a huge, uh, national youth ministry in Australia. And I remember being at a football stadium with 20,000 young people and uh, with different groups and all that sort of thing. And if I'm not mistaken, the next day we went out to eat and you sat at one end of the table and she was sitting at the other end. And, and it's, it's like you had just uh, sort of started meeting right back then. So that's a, it's, inter it's amazing to see what's happened in your life since then. Yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been quite a journey. Um, the Lord's been very good to us, better than we deserve. Yeah, well, maybe maybe you, I mean, Christine probably deserved it. But... <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Um, yeah. She's his favorite. And you've got, yes, yeah, she is. And then you've got two daughters. And, and so you guys met. And then, but where does this, uh, and then always she had a pulpit gift. You have a, a admin CEO gift. And it just gelled, worked together, Right. Always, it never had any problems in your marriage, so that's awesome. I'm sure it's been a little iron sharpens iron moment. Yeah, we, we, we have different, um, we, we're, we have about as different personalities as it's possible to have. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we disagree on, on um, how to handle certain problems. And uh, she's Greek, so... Uh, Every, everything is handled at sort of a, a level of level 10 intensity yeah, right. from can you please pass the salt to what, why are you doing that? Uh, why haven't you fired that person? Why haven't you hired that person? Um, uh, so we, fantastic. We, but how the Lord puts people together is amazing. Yeah. And, and, and we, we work really well together. And, and if we keep it right, then she writes, teaches lovers and mothers and, um, uh, I take care of sort of the the day to day of things, and uh, that way we keep her head fresh um, and focused on um, what she needs to do. She's 
getting a word from the Lord for people. Um, and uh, I, I deal with the problems. So yeah. it's, a, it's a great team and uh, we, we fit together really, really well. It's, yeah. We love being with each other. We, we, we've spent, uh, been married for 26 years and spent most of it um, pretty much within the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think actually, uh, you know, because every so often we run into each other different places. I think the last place was in uh, Barcelona, Barcelona. And Barcelona. Christine, yeah, Christine was speaking there and, and we all ran into each other. And it's just amazing to see the ministry and the gift that the Lord has given to the two of you. But it comes with some sacrifice and hard work. Nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. How did 821? I mean, I remember the story, if I'm not mistaken, the story of uh, Christine was walking through the airport. Is that right? Yeah. And she saw a uh, missing poster. Poster for a missing kid. Yeah, for a missing child. 